0: Welcome to Sophisticated Mom, and I'm your host, Dr. Sophia, the creator of the Christian lifestyle blog, SophisticatedMom.com. I will break down faith-based advice and make it applicable and relatable to help you on your journey on this thing we call life. You'll learn everything you need to know on how to become the master of your own destiny. Knowing how to make a good impression in an interview can be the difference between getting a job and not getting a job. This is why this post is going to reveal to you 7 tips for job interview so that you will know without a shadow of a doubt that you are in the running to get this job. Are you the type of person that gets into an interview and freezes up? Are you not sure what you're supposed to be doing in an interview? Are you the person that goes on an interview time and time again but never gets the job? Or is this your first interview and you don't know what to expect? Well, you're in luck because sure enough, I'm going to help you out and tell you how to do good in an interview and also check out my video below for more interviewing tips. So number one, check the job listing. Making a good impression during the interview starts before you get into the interview. For myself, whenever I'm actively looking for a job, I am applying for multiple jobs. When people finally call me for an interview, I can barely remember the details of the listing. That is why you should keep a spreadsheet of all of the jobs you applied for and when an agency calls you for an interview, it can be easier for you to go back to the internet and research the position. Referring back to the job listing will allow you to get a fresh perspective on what the job is, what you will be doing, what job skills they're looking for, and what qualifications they prefer. For example, if the job you applied for prefers you to type 70 words per minute and you know you type 60 words per minute... It will be a good time to re-familiarize yourself with typing and brush up on your typing skills so that way if it comes up during your interview, then you're knowledgeable and not getting stuck looking like Boo Boo the Fool who can't type. Please note you never want to lie and say you have a skill when you don't. Brushing up is one thing. Learning to go from typing to 10 words... Per minute to seventy words per minute is probably not going to happen. Additionally, knowing the job listing will give you additionally knowing the job listing will give you a chance to highlight the skills that are relevant to the position. For example, if the job position requires that you must work well with kids, then during the interview it may be a good idea to bring up the fact that you have worked at a daycare, that you have an early childhood certification and that you can bring the certification to the interview. This will show that you are well prepared and know the important details of the position. Number two, research the company. In an interview, nine times out of ten, the interviewer is going to ask you, what do you know about our company? The last thing that you want to say is, I don't know, or just stand there with the blank look on your face. This is a sure way not to get the position. I once got a job on answering this question alone. I know when the company has started, and I know why they started. They told me in the interview that no one else was able to answer that question. So what you want to do is research the organization. Some of the main things that you want to look for in your research are the organization's mission statement. What do they do? Who do they serve? And how long they've been around? You also want to know who is the CEO or who is the supervisor of that position you're interviewing for. Does the company offer medical insurance, life insurance, or 401k? Some great resources can be utilizing LinkedIn. You also want to research what past employees have said about the agency that you're interviewing for. Some great resources are indeed in Glassdoor. Many past and current employees post their experiences with the agency on these sites and give them a rating. It would not deter me if there was one bad rating out of 15, but if there are 10 bad ratings out of 15, then I would be concerned. Pay attention to what past employees are saying so that you can determine if it's something that you can deal with or not. If they say the company makes a habit of not paying employees on time, then you need to determine if that agency is right for you. Also, pay attention to the date of the reviews. A review from five years ago may not be as relevant as the review from three months ago. And if there's anything about the company that seems sketchy to you, ask questions about it during the interview. In a respectful tone, of course. Like if in one of the reviews, you notice a lot of people say that they quit after three weeks of working there, then ask in the interview, what is the turnover rate like in this position and why? Number three, research the salary. Oftentimes, many government agencies post a salary range telling you how much they are willing to pay. This will give you an idea of what to expect. For example, if an agency says they're going to pay you between $30,000 and $40,000, then expect to get somewhere in the middle. It's very rare that an agency will pay you the maximum for a job position, but there are other jobs that have a salary range between thirty dollars and $65,000. That is a big range and may vary depending on your experiences. Meaning that if you are fresh out of college or high school and have minimal to no experience, expect to be paid near the, near the $30,000 range. If you have massive amounts of experience, then expect to get between fifty dollars and $60,000. There are some positions that do not post a salary at all. Once again, a good source for this is Glassdoor. Search the agency you're interviewing for, the position, and the geographic location you are interviewing in to get the to get an accurate salary amount. People who live in Timbuktu, Nowhere, USA is not going to get paid the same as someone living in Los Angeles, even if it's the same company, because the cost of living is higher in L.A. Also, when looking for a salary, make sure you look at how many years experience each person has so you can get an accurate understanding of what you want your salary requirement to be. If by chance you cannot find your agency on Glassdoor, research a similar position on Glassdoor in the same area but with a different agency and that will give you an idea of how much you should ask for if you are offered the job if they ask you your salary requirements in the interview. If the salary does not not come up in the interview, don't ask but reserve asking for when they offer you the position. Typically, it can be done through HR. Number four, be on time last thing you want to do is be late for an interview. Make sure you GPS or look up the location beforehand. Make sure you look up traffic reports for the time in your interview. For example, in the D.C. area, it takes me 20 minutes to get to my job without any traffic. With traffic from 6 a.m. to 11 a.m., where it took me almost two hours to get to work. Checking your local traffic reports will help you determine traffic flow to ensure that you can make it on time for your interview. Also, check out parking. At one of my past jobs, we had a parking deck and you had to pay for everything. During my interview, I paid the meter. You want to make sure that you have change or a card if paid parking is required so that you're not late. Number five, have an elevator speech. When you step into an interview, the way you actually present yourself means a lot and can be qualified for the job. But if you're sitting there looking like you're depressed or you're going to be boring to work around, then no one's going to want to hire you. That is why you should have a 15-second speech about yourself. Most interviewers ask you to tell them something about yourself. They have your resume, so there's no need to recite what's on it. And it needs to be something that draws them in. Example. My name is Sophia. I'm a mother of one and I just recently moved to this area. I came from Richmond, Virginia and lived there for a few years before deciding to relocate to a bigger city for better opportunities. An example of what not to say is, Hi, my name is Sophia. I'm a single mother and I moved here to live with my mom. And the reason why I had to do that is because my husband recently divorced me and he sold the home from under me, leaving me and my child homeless to fend for ourselves. I just need a job, any job, so that I need this interview to work out. None of that is true by the way, but just to give you an example of too much information. The first example tells a little bit about yourself in a fun way. I have used this example in an interview. They have asked about my son and even talked about how the company was made up of other parents and how I would fit right in. The the second example sounds like you need a therapist, not a job. Number six, ask questions. Not only does asking questions show that you are interested in a job, but it also gets you answers to questions about the job. Even if you have no questions, you still want to think of something to ask because not asking questions shows a lack of being interested in the job. At the end of the day you are interviewing your potential employer as much as they are interviewing you. Some sample interview questions may include what are the hours are going to be? Do I get paid for holidays? Do I have to work holidays? If so, what are they? Do you offer medical insurance? How long do I have to work here before qualifying for medical insurance? Is there a second interview involved? When will I hear back from this interview? How many people are you looking to hire? Am I expected to work beyond 40 hours a week? What is the day-to-day like if I get hired? Are there opportunities to move up in this company? Number seven, how to make an impression in an interview. When you walk into a room of an interview, you never want to look nervous, insecure, unsure of yourself. Don't be too shifty in your chair, not having good eye contact, not smiling, or being monotone is always a bad impression that you will make. Here are some general rules of how to make an impression in an interview. Always greet everyone and shake everyone's hand. Make sure you look them in the eye and as you do so, smile. Do not sit until you are invited to do so. If this takes a long time, ask them, is it okay if I sit here? Maintain good eye contact, sit up, have good posture, and sit up in your chair. Always dress professionally. You can click my separate link down below on how to dress for an interview. Also, I do not care if you're interviewing for a cashier or 7-Eleven at KFC. Always dress up for your interview. Be prepared. Always bring references, numbers of past employers, and names. Even though you may have sent them with your resume, many places may ask you to fill out an application right then and there. So you want to make sure that you have the information. Always smile and be conversational. You are trying to get the job, not going to a funeral. Even if you are not the most qualified, most people will want people who are happy to work for them. True story. When I was in high school, I worked as a waitress in a buffet. The general manager just so happened to be in the store on the day of my interview. He told my boss within five minutes of me being there, hire her, she has a great smile. So there I was offered a job right on the spot within 15 minutes of being in an interview. Never underestimate a good attitude and a great smile. So these are the seven keys to a successful interview. If you know someone who needs to read them, then go ahead and share this post with them. And also, if you need help on what to wear to an interview, then consider getting my free capsule wardrobe year-long ebook, complete with work and interview outfits ideas. Just click the link down below in order to download.